All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, May 31st edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, Monday and Tuesdays, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, man, how's it going? All good, man. All good. Same as yesterday, pretty much, you know. <laughs> and uh, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, you're always in a good mood, man. That's why I love having you here doing the podcast with <laughs> me, my friend. Let's get some comments here. We got Odd Smoker Steve in the chat again. He says, thanks for doing the show. Glad you can make it. Glad to have you here, Steve. It's like I said, the more the merrier, guys. We love when you guys are here. Joe's here too. Some guys caught it in time today. Uh, work was brutal outside. 97 feels like 110. Where do you live, Joe? That geez, that's hot. I think you're in like Philly or something, Joe. I want to say that's really hot, man. It's pretty hot here in Toronto right now, though, Marcel. Um, I didn't really want to go outside today. Those, those degrees don't say anything to me. You go, you go with Fahrenheit, we go with Celsius, you know. So. I don't even know what that means either. I honestly don't. Yeah, I'm the same way. I just think it's really hot because I was in I was in the States last week, so they were they were talking about the, the heat. And that's right, he is from Philly. I was right about that. What's going on, man? Anyways, we're going to have a good show for you guys today. We're going to break down UFC Vegas 56. 14 fights, Marcel. we got a lot of fights to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, just really quick at the beginning before we get into it, there was a late change on the card. After we complained about it yesterday, one of the UFC's uh, matchmakers was listening to the podcast. They took off the Harry Kovacavich fight off the main card, Marcel, and they put on Osborne and Adeshev on the main card. I'm not sure if that's the fight that should have been on the main card. Be honest, I think Jeff Molina would have made more sense than Juma Gulov, but hey, it's better than other fights, so I'm okay with it. Any thoughts, Marcel, quickly? In my opinion, yeah, they should have put Molina and Juma Gulov, and they should have booted Botelio Silva for Blanchfield Eldridge. You know? I don't understand why the fight's in the main card. It just really doesn't it makes sense to me. Get a couple more comments here before we start the podcast, guys. Matthew, what's on? What's going on, man? Haven't seen you in a while here. Glad to have you here, buddy. Sneaky Beth, I think so too. What's up, Tristan? The regular uh what's up martin how's it going man i think martin's also from netherlands Der, Derat. that's that's a dutch name right i think kind so. of sounds more belgian belgian but could belgian. be dutch as well yeah doug what's going on man glad <laughs> good to be back how's it going guys doing good doug ha- glad to have you here buddy um z sam what's going on man what do you guys make the bizarre fight over this card doesn't make sense we talked about yesterday we ripped on it they did change it up a little bit but it's still it's fucking weird why is blanche opening the card i don't get it we'll talk about her in a fight in a minute Carolina, loser, lose town. Absolutely, we'll talk about that in a sec. Hey, Andrew, how's it going, man? Yeah, he's from Belgium. So, anyways, I think we should get into it. Just, I always ask you this, Marcel, like your overall thoughts on the card before we get into it. Any any thoughts quickly? Yeah, we are as Baldor, but that's it. I think it's a good card. It's a pretty fun, some pretty fun matchups, but just a weird ass card order. That's all, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. Anyways, I think we should get into the card. So, let's start off, Marcel. We're going to start off with the first fight, guys. We have 14 fights to get through today. So, going to be a good show looking forward to talking about all these fights with you marcel the first fight in the card marcel a fight that really should be later on in the card aaron blanchfield <laughs> one of the top flyweight prospects in the world taking on jj aldrich an underrated fighter in this division and right now blanchfield is one of the biggest favorites on the card marcel minus 500 and plus 400 for jj aldrich marcel lead us off what do you think man yeah man i mean you know what i think about aaron blanchfield right I think she can be a champion within a few years. I think she's that good. Um, she has that one loss on the record against Tracy Cortez in the fight I think she won. Um, very solid in Invicta. Got to the UFC. Got two fights in the UFC. I'm pretty much dominated in those fights. You know, she dominated against Sarah Alpar and she dominated against Miranda Maverick. And the last one is pretty uh, impressive, I think, against Miranda Maverick. So if you look at JJ Aldrich, she's... In my opinion, she has really good basics, you know. She's really she she is just really good in the basics. And I think that's uh why people underestimate her all the time. And I do as well. I picked against her many times and she she won those fights, you know. Um I think she's solid, but she doesn't have that special talent that I see in Blanchfield, you know what I mean? That special talent that can bring you to certain heights in the division and definitely gonna go for a top 10 fighter after this one i think so blanchfield super young still i know but man i feel i feel like she she defeats aldrich probably listen if you look at how she beat maverick and uh alpar she didn't really finish them but she was really dominant and i think aldrich super tough i think blanchfield takes a unanimous decision man yeah, I mean, how do you not pick Aldrich or um, Blanchfield in this fight against Aldrich? Like, she's been dominant in the UFC so far. The last one against Mavericks, like, Mavericks a better fighter than Aldrich, in my opinion, right? I mean, listen, it's not the same matchup, but, I mean, she took her down seven times. She controlled her basically the whole fight. I don't see why she couldn't do this to Aldrich. Aldrich is pretty good takedown defense, Marcel. It's not bad. 
Um, she's not a bad fighter. Like, I think she's decent. You know, she's underrated, I think. Um, she has a good record in the UFC, 7-3. and three. It's a solid record, for sure. Fought good competition. But like you said, Marcel, like, she's, she's, like, good at, like, the meat and potatoes. You know what I mean? But she doesn't have that, like, she doesn't have the dessert. She doesn't bring the cake to the fight, <laughs> if that makes sense. Doesn't have that, like, special ability in a fight, really. Whereas you look at Blanchfield, like, she has that dominant wrestling. And I think that dominant wrestling is going to carry her far in the sport. Like you said, super young, Marcel. She's only 20, 23. Just turned 23 earlier this month. So, I mean, how do you not pick her here? I will say that the line is getting high, you know. It opened at minus 275. Now it's minus 500. Some books minus 600. But, I mean, I'm picking her. So, I, I don't I, – I wouldn't – I wouldn't bet an Aldridge in this fight. I, I even with the high line, I still think it's favorite or pass. Um, people that like parlays, definitely someone to look at. Uh, Aaron Blanchfield here. I, I, you know, Marcel also look at a prop maybe. JJ Aldridge is very tough. You know, she's hard to finish. Um, I'm thinking a, a decision here, Marcel. So Blanchfield by decision. Well, the odds on that suck too. It's minus 140. So. I don't like laying juice on props. I've always said this. Like, if you want me to plus money on something, then, you know, maybe take a shot on – maybe her finishing the fight, possibly. Like, I, I don't think so, but it's possible. So, yeah, I mean, just not to overthink it too much. I think Blanchfield wins this fight and, you know, someone that you would consider in a parlay if you like playing parlays. So got some comments here. John, the guy was said on Twitter, but you see these about, odd butters trying to convince people to tune for the whole card. That's true. I agree. Aaron Bronstadter said that. Really enough, I don't hate being the opener unlike everything else. The match was on around getting Aaron Cage time. I don't think it's exciting fight. Keeps her from climbing too fast. Yeah, that's true. Cortez is the one who beat Banchel. She did. It was a close fight. Marcel is convinced to this day that she lost that fight. Um, Cortez. JJ has good skills. Has been in some close fights, but Blanchel's proven on the rise. I like her to win. Me too. I think we all like her here, guys. All right, let's go to the next fight here. This one's a good fight too, Marcel. Welterweight division. Andreas Michalides, Marcel, dropping down a weight class, I believe, for this fight. Um taking on Renat uh, Fakradinov. And Renat is a pretty big favorite here, making his UFC debut. Minus 270, Andreas plus 230. Marcel, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, they're honestly both dropping down the weight class. Uh, Renat also fought at middleweight. Um, he he wanted to fight at welterweight, by the way, uh, Renat. So, um, yeah, I like Renat. It's been a long time since we saw him in the cage, right? Mm -hmm. He's from the Dana White looking for a fight. Yeah. And I would have knocked out Eric Spisley. Um, if you look at Andreas Mikhailidis, yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not sold on the dude. You know, uh, he had the, uh, he had the debut, that weird ass debut against Bukowskas, where he, uh, where he, <laughs> where he yeah. wanted to go to the cage and he fell down. Wasn't his fault actually that he fell down, but uh, it got stopped then. Then he won against KB Buller, a guy for a guy from Canada, who didn't have the best run in the UFC at all. And uh, the last time against uh, against Alex Pereira. I think he had a decent first round, but he got mm -hmm. stopped in the second round, you know. So uh, if you look at Renat, Renat's super solid, I think. I think he's a really good dude. Um, the thing is, I feel like I would be more hesitant if it wasn't Mikhailidis, I think. Because I think Mikhailidis isn't, and that sounds really sad, but I don't think he's really UFC caliber in my opinion. You know, and I think Renat will, will win and will probably finish him as well. I go with a submission win in the first round for Renat here. Submission, eh? yeah. I think it's going to be a knockout for him, man. I think he knocks him out. I, I'm, I'm So I, I didn't know a lot about this guy. Obviously, I saw the Eric Spicely fight. Um, mm -hmm. I watched the tape on him. There's not a lot of fights of this guy, to be honest with you, but there's some on YouTube. And he's not bad, man. Definitely a powerful guy, obviously, Marcel, and he can finish you. I, it's more of a fade on Andreas to me, Marcel. I don't, like you said, I don't think he's UFC caliber either, to be honest with you. Like, he has some power, some striking, but. You know, to be fair, I mean, he did rest, He did win that first round against Pereira with the wrestling. So, I mean, maybe he'll, you know, show that off in this fight again. He, I think he's still training. I'm not sure, but he was at uh, MMA Masters with Covington and those guys before. So, hmm. you know, he could be working on the wrestling still. I just, I don't know, man. I, I think this is a good debut matchup for Renit. Exactly. Um, I'm surprised the line isn't higher. I'd be honest with you guys. I thought he'd be like minus 400 or something here. I think he knocks him out in the first round. So, I like him here, Marcel. I think he wins the fight. First round knockout. That's my prediction for that one. Let's take a look at the odds for that. Um Dinov by knockout. Plus 140 is not great, but it's not bad. First round plus 225. Yeah, I think he knocks him out, Marcel. I mean, if you look at Michaelitis and his, his career, um, he's been knocked out, well, first round only one time. Um, again, it was that funny one. But 
again, this guy's got a lot of power, man. You know, but like you said, he, he has coming off a long layoff. You know, maybe he wants to get some cage time, so something to consider. But I I feel pretty good about this guy here, Marcel. I think he knocks him out. Like, I don't like this fight for Andreas, and I think he gets cut after the fight. It is weird that he's still on the roster, and Modestus Bukowskis is not on the roster. I think that's very strange, you know? Um, but he still has one more fight left on his four-fight deal, Marcel, so <laughs> on his 10-10 contract. I still feel Modestus got screwed, man, in that fight yeah, against yeah. Alexei Chuk, yeah. Well, that fight, he should have won for sure, and then he obviously got his knee destroyed by uh, yeah. Roundtree, Round and the UFC just cuts him. Like, it was very cruel, but it's a cruel sport, you know that. Mm-hmm. Feels like someone's getting knocked out. I agree. This fight's not going the distance, right? You don't think so, eh? No, 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 no. Yeah, and then I'm just looking at that. That's only minus 180. That's not a bad bet at all. I don't think this fight goes three rounds. I'd be surprised. I'd be very surprised if this fight went three rounds. Me too. Was he the guy? Beerch is asking. Was he the guy who came out the mask during his entrance? I don't know. Maybe. And was he brave, right? Um, or sorry, UAE. Excuse me. Um, when he fought Spicy, maybe I can't remember, but possibly. Um. Mikolai's dropping the welterweight after that parade, and he must have clocked him good. Yeah, for sure. And also, I think he's—I think he was an undersized middleweight, to be honest with you. Rinat wins. He does. He should win this fight. All right, Marcel. Next fight: Jeff Molina against Jalgis Jumagulov. Marcel. Um, it's a really good fight in the flyweight division. I, I think this fight could have been on the main card too. You know, this is a very good fight. Uh, Jeff Molina right now is the favorite in this fight. Marcel minus one eighty-five, plus one sixty on Jalgis. Your thoughts on this one? Yeah, dude. Jeff Molina. Uh... I'm I'm kind of sold on the dude, you know. I think he's a really good prospect. Um, came from the Contender Series, had that great uh, debut against Aruchi Lang, which was I think was a fight in the night. Yep. Or yeah. And yep. Uh, after that one, he had a good win over uh, Daniel um, Daniel. What's his the name? The Silva. Yeah. The guy you Daniel... picked to beat uh, Francisco Figueroa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, he had a good one against him, and it was also a, a pretty fun fight. So, um, if you look at his opponent, uh, Zalga Zumagulov, only won the UFC against uh, against it, uh, against Rivera, right? Who's like 0-4 you know? in the UFC, I think, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Kanda well, had a close fight against Holean Paiva, which he could have won, in my opinion. I, I thought he so, did win that fight, Marcel. Yeah. i got to be honest with you. I thought he won. And that would look good in his resume, right, if he had won that fight. So True. But on the other side, the, for the two fights before he came into the UFC against Bagotinov and against Ulanbekov, yep. he could have easily lost those two. <laughs> so it's really difficult, you know. And uh, I mean... I cannot go against Molina right now. You know, Molina is on a good streak. He looks great. And Zalgas has uh, has just not found his rhythm yet, in my opinion. So, um, will Molina finish here? I'd like to say yes, actually. I think he, he might finish him. I'm going with a second round TKO for Jeff Molina here. I like Jeff Molina here too, man. I, I think he wins this fight. You know, Zalgas really has not impressed me too much in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little, getting a little bit older, too, 33 years old. Um, listen, the, the Jerome Rivera fight, that was crazy. That was his first submission win, I think, ever, if I'm not mistaken. It was very surprising. But again, that guy was 0-4 in the UFC. Not good. You know, Paiva, that fight, I mean, listen, it could have won either way. I think he won the fight. It is what it is. But, like, I don't really rate Amir Albazi that high, Marcel. i got to be honest with you. And he lost to him. Um, and then the last fight gets destroyed by Cape. I mean, Cop, excuse me. And he loses to – Cop beats most people. So I, he would beat Molina, too, to be honest with you. So I don't take a lot from that fight. But – the other fights, I just think he's beatable. That's what I think it comes down to. Um, Jeff Molina, you know, he's also had a couple losses early in his career, but really improved since then. And Marcel, he's only 24 years old, man. He's training with James Krause and those guys. He's so young. He's on a nine-fight win streak right now. I mean, he has so much momentum coming in this fight. 2-0 in the UFC. Um, he had the winner of the Contender Series. I think he's one of the best prospects in this weight class. Uh, I was surprised neither guy was ranked in the in the, uh, the top 15, Marcel. i got to be honest with you. I thought one of them was. I think the winner will probably be. I think Jeff Molina wins this fight. I like him in this fight. I think he's going to be the better striker in this fight. Keeps the fight standing. Outstrikes Jalgis. Um, here's the thing, Marcel. Jalgis has only been finished the one time by Cop. I mean, it's possible that Jeff – or sorry, he's been finished twice, excuse me, one time outside the UFC, obviously, but – Overall, pretty tough guy, I think, Marcel. So I'm leaning towards a decision, to be honest with you. I think Molina just outpoints him. But, I mean, Molina's got power. We saw that in the last fight. A lot of finishes in his career. I just like him to win this fight. I really like Jeff Molina. I think he's a really good prospect. Um, you know, the odds on him have been pretty good so far. The first two fights, the odds were, like, really low. Minus 110, minus 160. A little bit more here, minus 185. But it's still not bad. It's under 2-1. to one, And... I think he wins the fight. So I like him here, Marcel. I think he wins the decision here. Um, 
I like Jeff Felina, man. I think he's a really good prospect, guys. So Felina by finish. And possibly, guys. I mean, Zubagova is tough, though. You know, I wouldn't be – that's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised either way. I'm leaning towards a decision myself. A lot of hype Molina right now, minus 185. I mean, I think that's a fair line, Tristan, to be honest with you. Like, it's a little bit under 2-1. to one. It's giving him, what, like like a 60% chance to win? Let me just check that. I always got to get the calculator out. Um, it's always good to know, like, exactly what the uh, the odds say. Let me take a look here. Oh, one sec. Talk more about the fight, Marcel. I pull the calculator out. Just give me, give me some more thoughts on the fight. Marcel. You're on uh, mute, I think. You're on mute. <laughs> so stupid. I'm like, what's uh, going on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I just feel like Molina is gonna finish him, man. Like I said, yeah. but it's possible, definitely possible. Dude is tough yeah. to finish, only cow probably did in the UFC. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I can't add anything to that, man. That's I just it. checked so minus one eighty five, it's a sixty five percent win probability. That's that's fair, but I I would say he's more of like a seventy percent winner, which is like a minus two fifty favorite. So I think there's, I think there could be some value on him here, if anything. Anyways, I like, I like Jeff Molina in this fight. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. This is an interesting one as well. Johnny Munoz against Tony Gravely. Uh, good fight here in the bantamweight division, Marcel. The odds for this one are pretty tight too. Gravely minus one thirty, Munoz plus one ten. Your thoughts on this one, my friend? Yeah, it's a fucking horrible fight to pick, uh, and for the simple reason: if you look at Johnny Munoz Jr., people might not be being impressed so far really with him but the fight against nate manis i scored that for johnny munoz jr but i went to a draw because of a point deduction i think no he opinion. lost the fight he lost by the unanimous decision yeah but he got he got a point deducted in the fight right or not i or, think or, he, i think i don't know i can't remember now there be, might because, have been. i think i think there might have been yeah yeah i think I, I scored it personally 29 28 for munoz and it went to 28 28 draw for me so yeah it was a low blow in the third round yeah but he would, exactly I, would he have won the fight? Um, I don't think so. No, he wouldn't have won either way. He wouldn't have won. No. He still would have lost the fight. Yeah. yeah in my opinion, he clearly won two rounds. I thought he so. won two. And I mean, I look at the stats of that fight, Marcel. And yeah. again, you know, I know everyone's like, oh, control doesn't mean anything anymore. But like the guy had 10 minutes of control time in that fight. I mean, that, that should count for something, I think. Yeah. And like, and he also landed more significant strikes too. So like, I'm really confused why he lost that fight. Even though I think Nate Manis is good. I'm just saying like, Marcel, he outlanded in that fight 49 to 21 in significant strikes. And again, he had. 10 minutes of control. So you can't be like, oh, the other guy did more damage. There was no knockdowns. There was no one that got really badly hurt. It was just a bad decision. Just, yeah, I, I remember that. Yep. I was yep. super surprised that Nana's got to got the win, even with the point deducted. Yep. So um yeah, if we look at Gravely, Gravely is a is, is a fun fighter, but he Sometimes you you saw also and he also fought Nate Manis by the way yeah. he pretty much destroyed him in the first round and then he got destroyed in the second round himself yeah. you yeah. know and he had that great fight with Brad Jones he lost but that was a fight of the night I loved it I loved that fight and he got that one of Simon Oliveira last time I I I kind of kind of lean towards Munoz man to be honest in this one man I I feel like Munoz can win the fight and I'm picking him with a decision. I like Johnny Munoz here, guys. I really like him in this fight, Marcel. I think he submits him, Marcel. Uh, Gravely's been submitted, I think, five times in his career, guys. He's very finishable on the ground. Johnny Munoz Jr. is a very dangerous guy on the ground. We saw that against, I don't listen, Jamie Simmons sucks, let's be honest, but it's the way he took his back was impressive. And then if you look at all his fights in King of the Cage and everything, tons of submission wins. They both came from King of the Cage. They were actually supposed to fight in King of the Cage years ago in 2019. Yeah. The fight never happened. I, you know, I think they're both kind of on the same level right now, Marcel. I just look at, at Gravely as a guy that can be finished in fights, and, and he's shown that in the UFC. He's been finished a couple times. He showed that before he came to the UFC. And again, a lot of submission losses. Um, to be fair, I mean, mostly to good guys, you know. But I think he's very finishable. He's got good wrestling, but I think that's his downfall here because he won't mind wrestling with a guy who's amazing on the ground. And I feel like Munoz is just so good in the ground. I think people don't – some people don't know how good he is yet. I think we both knew. I think some people in the chat know. I like Johnny Munoz in this fight, Marcel. He's the first dog in the car. There's a few dogs in this card I like, guys, um, and he's the first one. I like Johnny Munoz to win this fight by submission. And also, I, I was going to say, I can't remember who interviewed him, but I watched an interview with Tommy Gravely recently, and he was talking about how, like, he's like, oh, everyone thinks they can submit you, but I'm working on my, like, take, uh, my uh, back take defense and stuff. And I'm like, all right, man, we'll see what happens. Like, maybe he comes out here with amazing submission defense for once, but I don't think so, Marcel. I think he gets submitted, so... Give me, give me Johnny Munoz, man. I, I like him at plus money here, Marcel. Actually, fun that we're pretty convinced both that we're. I, I, I really like him here. I mean, he's the guy that immediately stood out to me as an as an underdog that I liked. You know, so Munoz dog money, dude. I like it too, honestly. Munoz, uh, good pick for a parlay. I mean, I would just play him straight personally, but you can do whatever you want. If you want to parlay him, you could. It's up to you. 
Hey, Antoine, how's it going, man? Always glad to have you in the chat, buddy. Grave leaves gas tanks to spec. I agree with that too, Marcel. Remember that Brett Johns fight? He slowed down in that fight. And, mm-hmm. and I guess Nate Manis too. He slowed down. Like he was winning that fight, Marcel. He is dangerous in that first round. I think Gravely's not bad. He showed against Samuel Alvarez. He's got great wrestling. We know that. Yeah. But again, just it just plays into Johnny Munoz's game, I think, Marcel. I really do. So that's my thoughts. You can get Munoz scorecards, no action at plus money. That's a great bet. I just think Munoz at plus money is not a bad bet at all, Tristan, to be honest with you. Antoine, I know the main event is a welterweight. Do you guys think Usman really comes up in time or we get an interim title fight? I mean, I hope we were talking about this yesterday. We both hope he fights in August, but I really have no idea, man. I mean, I, I hope he fights soon. But uh, I'm a huge Usman fan. He's an amazing fighter. And you heard anything, Marshall? When is the last time you fought again, Usman? He fought Co- Coven- Covington in uh, November last year. In November, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. if he doesn't fight in August, September, there might be an interim. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think they should do it because he's the best power pound fighter in the world right now, but wouldn't completely surprise me. Anyways, we both, it's a consensus dog pick bar still on uh, Johnny Munoz. Yeah. Let's go to the next fight here. Uh, we got, okay, this is a good one. We got Benoit Saint-Denis coming back from that epic beatdown against Eliza Zaleski de Santos. You know what's crazy? He's fighting before Eliza's fighting. That doesn't make any sense. Like, it blows my mind. And he's taking on, we got Tristan in the chat, his his buddy, Nicholas Stolza, Marcel. Um Dropping down to lightweight. Both guys are dropping down to lightweight myself in this fight. So they're both going to a new, new weight division here. Um, another fight that's pretty competitive on the odds. Minus 150 for Benoit Saint-Denis. Plus 130, Nicholas Stolza. Marcel, your thoughts? Yeah, pretty much says everything that Stolza is the underdog going into this fight after that last fight of Benoit Saint-Denis, I think. Yeah, um, yeah and Tristan's going to be upset with me. Uh, I think Benoit Saint-Denis wins this fight, man. And I think he taps him early, to be really honest. Oh, wow. But yeah, I think Saint-Denis is pretty decent. I think he just got the bad matchup with Eliseo Zaleski dos Santos, to be honest, you know. And I think 155 fits him much better, in my opinion. And also for Stoltz, it's probably better to go to 155. He got two losses in the UFC against, um, against I, I think, against Abubakar, right? And the, No, not the guy. Uh, Ramazam Amivan. Amivan and Gooden, yeah. I was... With the Zawada, I was uh, confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I'm picking Sandini here with a submission early in the first round. And uh, I'm sorry, Tristan, just being honest. <laughs> you know, I'm staying the fuck away from this fight, guys. I, I This is a weird fight. It's just strange. I mean, they're both dropping down to a uh, new division. Van Watt coming off, and, like, one of the worst beatings, like, of all time in the UFC. Um, and Stolza coming off a brutal knockout loss and now dropping down. Again, it's weird, Marcel, that Jerry Gooden is not in the UFC, but this guy is. I just don't yeah. – it just doesn't make sense. Jerry Gooden should be in the UFC again. He is a good fighter. He's just picked up a few wins in the regional scene. He should get another shot. Anyways, I think this is kind of a hard fight to pick, honestly. Um, I'm leaning towards St. Denis so slightly, Marcel. It's like a very slight lean because, honestly, before he came to the UFC, I was very impressed by his ground game, Marcel. I thought he looked great in the ground and brave. That's why they signed him. He wasn't yeah. able to get the fight down to the ground against Zaleski. He just couldn't get to the ground and just got just destroyed on the feet. Um, but I will say, like, Stoltz, is, you know, he's been working at the PI. He's, he's getting improving probably. He's a young guy still. He's only 29 years old. So, I mean, he could make some improvements here. But, again, Ben was only 26, so he's young too. Um, I, I'm not, I can't convince myself to, to pick Stoltz here, Marcel. But it wouldn't completely surprise me if he won either. I think it's kind of a, a, a weird fight and a wild card fight. Because of the weight uh, drop for both guys. Go ahead. What are you say? I wouldn't bet on this fight, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on either. Four, okay, here's the thing, guys. You don't have to bet in every fight. There's 14 mm. fights in this card. I've already seen a few. We've already talked about a few that we like for bets. This yeah. is not one I like at all. No, the pick same. is Stan Denis, Marcel. I think he kind of grinds him out for decision. Stoltz has never been submitted, so that's one main decision. Um yeah. But it would not surprise me if Stoltz won the fight, Marcel. I'm just saying. Yeah, the, the thing is here with Stoltz, he hasn't showed – it hasn't showed a great thing so far in the UFC, you know. And for Saint Denis, his last fight, taking that back in mind, you know, I still pick him, but yeah. I'm not convinced. You know what I mean? So there are a lot of uh, question marks for me. That's why I'm, I'm going with Saint Denis, but it's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. blind pick, you know. No, you're not like you're not like put your house on this one. <laughs> oh no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not, not even my little cabin on the back. <laughs> not even your Funko Pop collection you wouldn't put on this yeah, fight. <laughs> I'm super biased, but I'm rolling with Stolz. That's what Tristan said. Tristan, we knew you were going to pick him. You didn't have to tell us. <laughs> yeah. Stolz, if I was MB, was closer. Yeah, it was actually pretty close, Marcel. It was a competitive fight. It was on Fight Island, if I'm not mistaken. Really liked myself. Hey, Andrew. Uh, yeah, I thought you looked good and brave, too. That That's why my, uh, my dumb ass picked him against Celeste because I'm like, this guy can take it down, but 
the size was a problem in that fight for him. And <laughs> obviously, the striking wasn't there either. And the, striking and the referee Everything was, was bad. And the referee wanted him to die in that ring. Flash of Slav. <laughs> what was his name? Like, the Russian guy. So, he had, like... Yeah, remember that dude? Didn't Dana White removed him from the? Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Like (laughs) getting like (laughs) removed. Anyways, it was really bad. Um, stole stole to inside the distance or standing decision. That's where I lean too. You know, I know Sane's cutting weight, but I really like the weight cut for Stolter Stolte. They're both cutting the weight. You know, it's interesting. All due respect to you guys. Thanks for the show. No, dude, we love doing the show, man, and we know you're. We know you liked him. So yeah, no problem. That's why. That's why I mentioned you, Tristan. Like I have a good memory, and I remember like you guys. So want to bring that up. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. Damon Jackson against Dan Argueta. This fight took short notice. Fight Damon Jackson. Uh, originally supposed to fight Derek Minner. Uh, he was a big favorite in that fight. He's an even bigger favorite here, Marcel. He opened at minus two hundred. Now he's minus five fifteen. Argueta is plus four twenty five. Uh, I talked about this fight yesterday. I'll start it off again, Marcel, just because I did talk about it yesterday. I like Dan Argueta. I think he's a very good prospect. I was following him in LFA the last few fights. Um, he looked really good. He won the championship there. He actually looked pretty good in the Ultimate Fighter, in my opinion, Marcel, the last season. I think he's a good prospect, but he's in the wrong weight class. And he's taking a fight at short notice against a guy who's a really good fighter, who's an underrated fighter, who's an incredible grappler. I hate this fight so much for Dan Argueta. I just think his management didn't do him a good favor here. They should have told him, they should have said to the UFC, no, we're not going to take this fight. Like, he could have taken one more fight in the regional scene. They were going to sign him eventually. He's really good. Like, what, they're just not going to sign him because he declines to fight Damon Jackson on short notice. I get it. Everyone wants to get in the UFC. We know that, right? They don't want to get a chance in the UFC. You got to be smart with your career. I don't like this fight for him, Marcel. The, the only good thing is he probably doesn't get, like, knocked out brutally or something like that. He'll probably get submitted instead. But I think Damon Jackson just grapple fucks the hell out of him or so. I hate this fight for this guy. I just don't like this matchup at all for him. Um, Damon Jackson's a minus 550 favorite. It's a little bit high, but it, honestly, it's deserved. Uh, Damon Jackson by submission is plus 105. I think he submits him or so. You know, I honestly do. That's my pick here, Marcel. Damon Jackson by submission. Yeah, I feel like the management probably was like, hey, you didn't win the ultimate fight or now you got a second chance, can't say no. But... He's the LFA champion, you know. He's the LFA champion, bantamweight. And if he put another title fight, or if he wins another title fight in LFA, for sure the UFC is going to give him another chance or the Dana White Contender Series. Exactly. So, yeah, I kind of listen. A fighter always thinks that he's going to win the fight, no matter how, you know. Yep. So I understand it from Argueta's uh, point of view. But yeah, it's like you fighting Damon Jackson. He's he's also big for featherweight as well, you know. Yeah. I, I you saw it even I'd always do these fight announcements with the scaling with the two guys next to each other. Like Damon Jackson was like this big, and Argueta was like this, you know. Like, like, there was a big difference, and I don't four inches taller. I just checked. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a bad matchup as well, you know. I think Argueta great fighter, but not a favorable debut here. So, no. I'm I'm taking Jackson here. I'm I'm also thinking he submits him. Um, first or second round but yeah i mean jackson also really coming a, a, a great fighter in the ufc in my yeah. opinion man in the second round you know only lost to tupuria yeah who doesn't but he he, he won all other fights and and convincingly he yeah. looks really good uh i really like jackson here as well i i really like this guy i think he's just a really good fighter man he's really grown on me because i gotta be honest marcel his first run ufc i thought he sucked you know remember that fight with levon makashvili it was such yeah. a horrible fight Horrible fight. He, he was like one draw, one no contest, and one loss. You yes. know, and for, for, it wasn't yeah. impressive. It wasn't. And since he's come back, I think he's looked really good. Three and one. I agree. And again, lost to Tapuria. There's no shame in that. The losses he's had in his career are the good fighters, too. I mean, and it is I, actually, I, like, yeah. I like Daniel Gouetta. I think he's really good. I just don't like the fight for him. You know, that's what it comes down to. I just hate this matchup for him. Um, mm-hmm. He's never well. Actually, he was submitted as an amateur, but he's never been submitted as a pro. But I think this is a bad matchup, and I think he could get subbed here. He's never fought someone like Damon Jackson with, with just the grappling pedigree of him. So, um, getting the vibe, Jackson said he's tried bad spot for arguing. I think he, I think he is too man. He seems like he's in his prime a little bit, Marcel. You know, not going to win the manager of the year. I don't think so either. I mean, I don't know who his manager is, but I just don't think this is the kind of fight you should give your uh, guy. Uh, again, if he was like a you know Marcel, if he was like a guy who's like. 35. Like, a, like Chris Coutinho, who was like eight and four, okay? Then you have to take whatever fight you get. You know what I mean? Yeah, or 35, 36. Yeah, like, we're older guy. But he's not. He's young. He's improving. It, mm-hmm. 
I just don't like the decision. Managers make weird decisions. This is not a good one. Again, he's probably like, oh, of course I can beat this guy. Give me the fight, right? But if you're his manager, I think you got to be smarter than that. Be like, you know what, man? You're fighting a bigger guy with a huge featherweight, like you said, Marcel. Guy who's on a roll right now. It's just not a good matchup. Hey, man, I, I might eat my words on Monday when we come yeah, back. Yeah, or, or, or Sunday too. or whatever. We'll talk but about you, that later. But, you remind yeah. me about uh, the Aaron Blanchfield against Norma Dumont, remember? Remember that? I told you that there was a horrible fight for it because the size, remember? It was a featherweight, basically. Actually, <laughs> a lightweight because she can't even make featherweight now against the <laughs> uh, flyweight. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, you guys see this fight going to the decision. Maybe he's saying the Parsons out of the fight. Maybe, but I, I still think Jackson's like – uh, Parsons is a good grappler too, but I think Jackson's like – one of the better grapplers at 45. So, anyways, that's my thoughts on this one. Let's go to the next fight, Marcel. We got uh, just a couple of prelims left here. Joseph Lecky against Alex De Silva. I'm actually curious to hear your thoughts on this fight. It's an interesting one. Um, go ahead, Marcel. The odds for this one, I'll, I'll give it quickly. Uh, Joseph Lecky is favored right now, uh, minus 170. Alex De Silva, plus 150. Uh, your thoughts? I think it's kind of a weird ass fight again. You know, I yep. feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like Joe Selecki, um has actually looked pretty good in the UFC. He only has one loss. That was his most recent fight against, um, against Jared Gordon. That's split decision. Uh, overall, he has looked pretty decent, you know, and Alex Da Silva, I, I, I don't know, dude. I mean, uh, he had that, he has that loss against Brad Riddell most recently, but I mean, Everybody pretty much expected him not to win that fight. He got one win over Rodrigo Vargas. You know, yeah. that's uh, for people wondering who's Rodrigo Vargas. That's the dude who got knocked out in Paddy Pimbler's debut. And you are a second fight in the UFC. Did he tap him out? I thought he tapped him out. He tapped him out. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He, he tapped him out. So, um, for me, Solecki wins this fight, dude. I I, I don't see how Leko, Le yeah, Leko is his nickname. Alex De Silva wins the fight, to be really honest. I think Solecki really finishes him. Maybe not. I'm going with a decision win. All right. Well, I'm on the other side of you in this one, Marcel. I'm going to take Are a shot. At, I'm going to take a Sorry. shot at De Silva. Yeah. I'm Whoa, take a shot okay. Now, it's only because I was so disappointed by Solecki in the last fight. I mean, I thought he would win that fight against Jared Gordon. He got wrestled in that fight a little bit. The Jim Miller fight, guys, look at that fight, too. The first round got completely wrestled. He did turn in around the second and third round, but I don't know, man. I don't. I think he's very one-dimensional. I don't think he has much besides the wrestling and the submissions. Like, whereas the Silva, he, he's actually not a bad grappler himself. He won that, I think it was the first round against Padre took him down, grinded him out. Um, grinded out Vargas, was doing well against Yakima until he got choked out. I mean, that's obviously the concern you're getting submitted. I'm not saying this guy's a great fighter by any means, and he could get out wrestled here, but I think he's a decent wrestler. I think, like, he can cancel out the wrestling, and I think he's the better striker, too. So I'm thinking uh, this is got shot in the dark here. It's not like I'm super, super convinced, but I'm going to take a shot into Silver here, Marcel. I think he can win the decision here. Um, I know you're probably surprised I'm saying that. I'm surprised, too. But honestly, I'm just I'm not I'm not impressed with Joe lately. I just haven't been impressed. I don't think he's really improving that much. And yeah, listen, this one wasn't fun two years, so this is a real shot in the dark. It's a wild card fight, but I think it's dog or pass, guys. I would be I wouldn't bet on Joe Selecki in this fight. That's my personal opinion. I just think the silver's getting better. He's 26 years old. He's fought pretty good competition. I mean, Brad he went 29-20 with Brad the Brad Riddell. Like that's not bad, Marcel at all. You know, so we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. Me, I'm just really down on Selecki because of that last fight. I'm just surprised he lost but we'll see marcel it's not like i'm not super convinced guys that i'm not it's not as strong of a dog pick as johnny Munoz earlier but it is a dog pick for me so i don't know if anyone has thoughts on this fight i'll, I'll gladly hear some other opinions i'm assuming most people like selecki people are so shocked that they don't even give us new comments here you know <laughs> i know i know i'm i'm sure to see what tapology says yeah i mean selecki is a huge favorite here but i mean the line is close though you know the line is very close it's not like it's completely uh off that always makes you wonder like the public is so high and selecty in, in polls but the line is still really close so i'm just wondering why that is anyways it's a close fight but i'm leaning towards the plus money i, I would take the silva does edge out a close decision Marcel. all right let's go to the next fight here the last prelim Marcel felice herring versus carolina kovacavich the rematch Marcel. the rematch that i don't think anyone really asked for i didn't ask for it um <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know why they're still in the UFC, honestly. I, I'm not trying to be mean, but 0-5, it it's very bizarre. And then 0-3. Carolina's last win was against, was against Herrig. Um, anyway, so yeah. it was. And I forgot about that fight. I watched it back. It was She won the fight, clearly. Though. It was, it was a split, yeah, horrible split decision, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, the odds for the rematch? Herrig's the fifth plus 100. What do you think? 
Yeah, I really don't care, to be really honest. Um, if we look at Felice Herrick, um, she, she's like, she she had a great streak at a certain moment where she defeated Alexa Grasso as well in that, in, within that streak. And then lost two straight, pretty much didn't fought for some time, and then came back to Verna Jandiroba, got tapped, winning the first round and with, with a submission. Uh, then hasn't fought since then. She's pretty busy with her only fans. Uh, Eric? Eric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at Carolina Kowalkiewicz, she just, I don't know. I, I feel like I, maybe I'm wrong and I shouldn't say this, but I feel like she's busy with a lot of other things outside of the MMA than with MMA, actually. She got married as well. She has a family now. I don't know. She's not she a mother yet, but, oh, okay. no, but she is. She has a husband now, and yeah. she was focused focus on that. Um, that said, she went to American Top Team for this fight, you know, and training with Joanna. Um I've seen many posts of her. Uh, I feel like, listen, man, if it goes talent against talent, I still think Carolina has a bigger talent than Phyllis Herrick, to be really honest. Yeah. And uh, this can be a fight where she can turn it around. Uh, I have totally zero trust in Phyllis Herrick, to be really honest. Uh, I'm going with Carolina here via decision. Yeah, it's a, this is a weird fight. It's a hard fight to pick, too, I think. Um, you mentioned Carolina's American top team. That's worth mentioning. Herring's training with Valley Flow. She's training with Juliana Pena. So, I mean, she's training with good training partner, too. Mm. Um, they're both veterans of the sport. You know, they both been around a long time. Like, listen, it's easy to laugh at them right now because their records suck and they seem more concerned with their, like, image more so than their actual fighting abilities. But these girls are both tough, man. They've been around for a long time. So, I do have respect for them. This is a hard fight to take myself because the first fight, Carolina won it, but She's looked so bad since then, like so bad. And that fight with Jessica Penny, Marcel, how can I pick her after that fight? I just can't do it. I can't do it, bro. I think you'll see Harry come in here and try to wrestle Carolina. Um, That's what I think happens. And also on the feet, honestly, Carolina doesn't move her head at all, guys. She just keeps her head stationary. And, you know, Harry, again, not a great striker, but I think she can kind of outbox her a little bit maybe. Again, I saw what happened in the first fight. I watched it again the other day. It wasn't a great fight, but I watched it. I just don't think they're the same fighters anymore. It was five years, four years ago, and they've both gotten worse since then. But I just think Harry, now I think she'll go for a different game plan, try to wrestle a little bit more, Marcel. So Harry by decision, but it's not confident at all. And I just don't like this fight at all. It's just not a good fight. <laughs> Odds of this being a split. I think that's not a bad play, Steve. What do you think, Marcel? Split decision again. What do you think? Oh, it's definitely possible with this fight. Oh, yeah. Let me see what the odds of that are. Just the fight going to split decision. Um, is there odds on that? Either fighter wins by split. Let's take a look on that. Uh, plus 380. I mean, of all the fights in the card, this one seems like one of the harder fights to call. And it seems the first fight was a split, too. So I don't think that's a terrible bet, man. Plus 380 on that's not bad at all, you know. Definitely split. Possible, yeah. I think it's possible, too. Again, that's pretty specific. I gotta be honest with you. I wouldn't like, you know, again, I wouldn't put your Funko Pop collection on that one, Marcel, but oh no, definitely not. <laughs> maybe your lunch money, you could put your 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 lunch money on it, maybe. Um <laughs> sorry, I'm just gonna get this comment from Antoine. I was asking about who your guy's favorite prospect is. I mean, uh, is can is Hamza still considered a prospect? It would have to be him if he's still considered one. Well, he's probably a contender now, right? I guess. I don't know. It's a good question though, Antoine. I mean, there's so many good fighters out there now, man. Any thoughts, Marcel, quickly? Uh, if he's still a prospect, Chimaev. Yeah, um, I don't know if he is considered one anymore. Maybe it's, it's, actually he should be, but can yeah. we really call him a prospect after he beat Gilbert Burns? I'm probably not. nice contender now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's get some other ones. Hey, Josh, what's up? I feel like Carolina doesn't want to fight. I mean, she seems like she's been training hard for this fight. They both do. They both look in really good shape. I'll say that. Harry Harry looks like really like strong right now. That's why I think she's going to go for a wrestling-based game plan. Again, Marcel, she's training with Juliana, Marcel. So that's why I think she'll go in. Because the first fight was more on the feet. That's what I think yeah. will happen, but we'll see. Um, it's, well, how could you bet on either of these chicks? You can't. Don't bet on this fight, guys. Don't bet on this fight. Maybe bet on the fight going the distance. You know, what's that, actually? Actually, maybe there could be a finish. They're both so, like, ugh. It's minus 350 going the distance. It's not even really good odds at all. Oh, yeah, Shavkat. He's another guy. He's a good prospect. There's a lot, Antoine. I just, it's, my mind's not there at the moment, but... You know, I'll, I'll think about it for you. Um, what's up, Fordwin? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for the Austin Cabo. Dude, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Yeah. He said he's going to drop a scoop on the lightweight division. Hey, throw it in here, man. We'd love to hear it. Carolina has a style that ages terribly. She just doesn't move her head enough. Like, Marcel doesn't move her head. I still can't. After that fight with Jessica, she's never been the same, Marcel. Like, that was such a bad knockout. 
it's it's hard to recover from that. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like some fighters are just not able to like turn their careers around after such a brutal knockout loss. So mm-hmm. any last thoughts on this fight before we move on? We're talking way too long about this fight in my opinion. Agreed. The worst fight in the card. We talked about it more than any of the other ones. It's funny. All right, let's go to the main card now, guys. Um, <laughs> this is interesting. So we got Alonzo Menafield taking on uh, Askar Mozarov. And we had some news today, Marcel. If you wanted to talk about the news that Tapology found out about his record, any thoughts quickly before I break yeah, down so, the fight? Or sorry, yeah. let, me give the odds. let me give the odds first. Uh, Menafield right. minus 165, Mozarov plus 145. Go ahead. Yeah, so the apology found out that uh, some fights were incorrect or whatever, and he actually had a second record with a different name. <laughs> so um, it's not anymore. What was it? His record was like twenty-four and five. I and, think. And yeah, five and six now, losses. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like twenty-one and eleven or something. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, break down the fight. Um. Yeah. What What can you say about Askar Mozarov? You know, he he fought against everybody. Uh. In my opinion. He, he only won against guys who are really not that great, you know, and he lost to pretty much everybody who was actually pretty decent, you know. Um, if you look at uh, – he was supposed to fight for PFL, right? Did never fought for PFL in the tournament and signed with the UFC. Was supposed to fight two times already. Hasn't fought. This is his debut. Alonso Manifield um, had a lot of cardio issues. Remember when he first went to third round, to three rounds, and then against Atteramon, he looked a lot better. Yep. Um, then one, then uh, now last time against William Knight, uh, he lost, but it was I think it was competitive. Close fight, yeah. Yeah, very close fight. So, um, yeah, I don't have a really good read on Askar Mozarov to be really honest, dude. I'm taking Alonso Manifield with a knockout in the first round. I think Mazarov's not good at all, guys. I got to be honest with you, Marcel. Don't think he's good. Uh, you picked Menafield, right, Marcel? You yeah. Said that? Yeah. I think Mazarov's not good at all, Marcel. I think he has a padded record, which we, I think we've, it's proven now he has a padded record. Um, again, it's hard to like say, hey, this guy's on steroids. But I mean, Marcel, he used to be a lot smaller than he is now. You know, he used to be a welterweight. Now he's like a big light heavyweight. I don't know. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem right to me. And I don't know, man. I don't think the guy's very good. He has some power, but I don't think his chin's good. I think he's a guy that can easily break and fight. Um, he's been submitted a lot in his fights. He's been knocked out in his fights. Listen, Menafield's been up and down in the UFC, you know, but at the same time, like, he has to have some decent wins, man. Like, the Paul Craig win looks really good now. Honestly, I think, you know, he could have beat William Knight. That was a very close fight. I think he got, like, dropped at the end of the first round, I want to say, with, like, 10 seconds left, and that's kind of why he lost the fight, but... Listen, his chain's not great either. He could get knocked out here because this guy has power. But overall, I think Menafield's the better fighter, Marcel. Um, and I expect him to win. I just don't think Mazarov's that good. And I think, again, he's a, he's got a padded record, Marcel. And he's got a padded record and that's a fake record too, Marcel. So, yeah. Um, you sent me a yeah. guy. You, you sent me a guy. Yeah, put, put it on the screen if you want. Is, is that him? Yeah, put it yeah, on like, the screen. Marcel found something here, guys. I'm going to pull this up here. Okay. Uh, box rec, you said? All right. Yeah. Let me pull this up. So this is boxing record. One second here. Uh, where's this? Here it is. Archer Shadkov. This is him. That's him. Yeah. And also topology had him. If you look at, if you put Arthur Shadkov on on Google, and you scroll, you that's see him. his picture as well. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, that's really sketchy. I mean, I mean, the guy had a weird, a fake name, fake record. How could you? How could you pick this guy here? You know. <laughs> It's just if, unless you think Menafield stinks, the only thing I'll say about Menafield is I watched the interview with James. Why is he training with Pat Barry? What, and he's like, he said Pat's going to be his corner. And James was like, how's that going to work when you got safe and Pat? And he's like, oh, they'll, they're going to work together. We just want to win as a team. I don't think it's going to work out too well, but I think it won't really matter because I think he'll knock him out. But that's not a good, I don't like that, Marcel. Pat Barry's not someone I want in my corner. I got to would you want that guy? Like, say he's going to be, give, be like yelling at him, saying like, "Do this," and Pat's going to be like, "No, you're doing but, great. Like, you're doing amazing." <laughs> Pat, Pat Barry is the kind of guy you want to drink a beer with, probably. But Pat Barry's one of the guys like that sits in the first round of the crowd and he's like, "Come on, like, let's go." Yeah. But listen, I know Pat had UFC career and everything. And, yeah, no disrespect to that. No, not at all. I mean, the guy was a decent fighter. He had some fun fights, but I don't think he's a good corner in Marcel. That's my honest opinion. You know, not everyone that that's a good fighter or even a bad fighter is a good cornerman. It doesn't. It takes a specific person. Safe is a good corner in Marcel. One of the oh, best. Yeah. One of the best. No doubt about it, right? I just think it's going to be funny to see if the fight does go past the first, what happens in the corner with these two. <laughs> Let's get some more comments here, guys. Sorry, you guys had some questions here about uh, 
this fight. Oh, he's nice saying about his, uh, he has a fight or something maybe, but he has to drop his website. No worries, man. We understand. Mazarov, the crazy record. Abe's going, what's up? 29 of 32 fights ending in the first. Record of guys is being 84 and 62, according to topology. I mean, th- those are the fights that we know about. <laughs> but again, he might have more losses, Marcel. It's possible under another name or something. Like, I don't trust this guy at all. Like, how do you trust this guy, Marcel? Can you? Not. No, That's why I pick Manifield. <laughs> Ask Mazarov sounds like a fake name. <laughs> no, I mean, I think this is his real one, I think, but I don't really know. is asking, who do you think could have taken Chills? Zero. Oh, that's funny. It's a good question. How the UFC find Mazarov? Bizarre choice. I mean, I who's his manager? Is it is it Danny? Is that his manager? No, or, no, no. Or? I don't know who his manager is. Okay. Well, I mean, he trains at Thai, uh, uh, AKA Thailand, right? So uh, generally, like, a manager will just have these guys and they'll tell the UFC, like, if the UFC needs a fight, they'll be like, hey, I have this guy. I guess that's how he found him. He did fight in Titan FC. He got knocked out. I couldn't find that fight, by the way, Marcel. He lost to some guy named Christian Torres. I looked for that fight and I didn't find it anywhere. So maybe you but, should have looked to Shatkov instead of Montserrat. I looked for another name, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we have uh, Dixon. Hey, Dixon, what's up? He's he's lost to Luke Juma by submission. That's just not good at all. So hey, grateful dude. Tough to trust the record. I mean, it's it's a fake record. It's a fake name. Everything's fake about this dude. I just oh, to go there and dominate, and knock Menafield, and was going to shut us all up. But I don't think so, man. Menafield knocks this guy out and move this year. Tiki is his manager. Oh, Tiki. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, listen, Tiki's another guy who's, you know, guy we have a lot of respect for, Marcel. Guy was in the UFC. I think he went like 0 5 in the UFC, I want to say. He was one of the guys, Marcel, or, or, or something. Remember what he said where Robbie Lawler locked him, yeah. knocked him out. It's like it's been stopped due to a cut. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Well, uh, who's got Pat Berry? Manifield's got him in the corner. Kyle Peralta is a good prospect. Great yeah, prospect. Oh, I really like him. Hey, Raw Torque. The fight not going the distance. Uh, I don't think so at all. What are the odds on that, actually? Minus 700. <laughs> There's no chance. I mean, another guy will gas out, Marcel. Mazarov is first round or bust. What do you think? He either gets the knock or he yeah. loses, right? Yeah. 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 It would be funny if Patrick lifts my and told him he's the best after he wins. <laughs> you're asking how you're doing the Dutch Snorlax. He's got the hat there. There you go. All right. Let's get to the next fight here, guys. Um, the next fight is. Well, this one's new on the main card. Like I said, there's a shift. So we got Ode Osborne now against Zaruk Adeshev. I personally would put Jacqueline and Jumagula, but whatever. I mean, Osborne is a decent fight coming off a win. Uh, Os- I feel like the UFC puts everything we want on the main card. They don't put it on the main card. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Minus 185, Osborne, plus 160, Adeshev. What do you think? Um, yeah, Osborne. I, I like Osborne. I think he's still a, g- a good prospect. You know, remember, he. I know he lost to Cap. With the with that knockout, the flying knee, yeah. but overall he has looked decent in the UFC uh, at, at flyweight. I think he only fought twice at flyweight, right? So far, these other fights were at bantamweight and featherweight. Actually, he fought at featherweight against a flyweight, against uh, that Jerome Rivera dude. Yeah. Uh, Adeshev <clears throat> was a weird signing back then, but the UFC three on one um, lost two his first two fights against Tyson Nam, the knockout, and against Sumu Derji. Last time looked pretty. Much better, actually, than his first two UFC fights, and he won against Ryan Benoit. Um, still think Ode Osborne should win this fight any day, man. So I'm yeah. taking Ode Osborne. No yeah, disrespect I, to I don't know how you pick uh, Adeshev. I don't think you can do it, right? Like, I don't think he's looked... I mean, listen, he looked okay against <laughs> Ryan Benoit. I'll give him that. But Marcel, 4-3 record. Just starched by Nam. He looked, you know what? He didn't look terrible against Sumadarji either. I'll give him that, too. He looked okay in that fight. But I just haven't been impressed by the guy. I mean, I, I just haven't been impressed at all. Whereas Osborne, like... He's not bad, man. He, you know, like he had, like you said, some hard matchups. Like Kelleher and Cape are, are hard fights. For, the Vergara win looks pretty good, I think. You know, that guy's yeah. not bad at all. Jerome Vera, I mean, listen, it was a quick fight, but that guy's not good, Marcel. Like, you can't really take anything away from when someone wins that fight against the, Jerome Rivera, you know? No, disrespect, but he didn't even want his contender series fight, in my opinion. No, so, I don't yeah. think so either. He should have been 0 5. Um, Osborne has two inches of height, eight inches of reach, eight inches. That's humongous in this fight. You said you said you said decision, or you think he knocks him out? Uh, I think he finishes him probably. I think so too. Now that I think about, it. especially on the main card, or so, I think it's going to give a little bit more extra motivation. It is the last fight in his contract, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Actually, no, I, I think I'm wrong. Sorry, he resigned with them um, after the last fight. But yeah, I still think it gives him extra motivation, Marcel. Um, it's Adeshev's last fight in his contract. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, should, he should be motivated too, to be fair. But I just don't think he's that good, Marcel. Honestly, like I. I feel like you feel the same way about this fight that I do. So, um, 
either shed his shoulder solid improvements each of his UFC fights. He's not experienced enough to hand consistently at the UFC level, especially in the division is deep. I agree. You think it's closer to a pick with Tristan? I think like minus one fifty would probably be fair. I mean, like I, I'm not saying go window and throw money on, on Osborne, but you know, I think minus one is fair. Like in between like minus one fifty and minus two hundred, that's kind of what I would put him at. Alder was a small favorite to beat him, I believe he was, yeah, in that fight. I remember picking McGregor. I actually said on the old party shot, Marcel, I said, McGregor's going to walk across Cade and knock him out. It was one of the best predictions I ever made in my life. And he did it in like 10 seconds. Or was it 13 seconds? That's what it was, right? I don't want to remember. Here's a question for you. Should he be in jail for eating the steaks well done? Marcel, any thoughts on that? You should be put in the hole, man. Not just how do you jail. Eat your, to... How do you eat your steaks? <laughs> Definitely not well done. Um, like medium rare, probably. See, that's the thing. Everyone eats the medium rare, but I'm, I I eat the medium or like medium well. I don't eat it well done either, but like I I don't like a ton of pink. I like a little pink, you know? I, I like the blood. So. Yeah, I know. A lot of people do. I totally get it. And like the juices and everything, that's what you're getting with the steak. But I know what you're saying. Um, well done, though. I mean, that's – I don't know about that. The last time I went to a steakhouse, I said, give me well done. They looked at me funny. So don't do well, it, Richard. Don't do well, it. <laughs> well, well done. You you can get my, sh my shoe if you want. If yeah. You want something well done. <laughs> Ashraf's not a bad kickboxer. Maybe he's one to three. He's not bad, but I, I just think he's finishable. Like the Tyson Nam fight was, was not good. All right, let's get to the next fight, Marcel. I mean, let's be quick with this one. Karine Silva against Pollyanna Botello. This fight should not be in the main card. This is a complete joke. This fight's in the main card. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense. Um, Botello, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a pick of Marcel, uh, basically. Silva minus 150, Botello minus 105. So flip a coin in the air, Marcel. He wins. So Corinne Silva come from the contender series, right? She she beat uh, the Chinese girl. Uh, she had some trouble with her, but she submitted her in the second round. Um, Botello, she's pretty one dimensional in my opinion, dude. I think she has a really worse ground game, to be really honest. I think if Silva gets her to the ground, she might finish her. But can she get her to the ground? Because Botello can knock her out on the feet, I think. Um, I think the UFC is banking on that. That is either be a submission or a knockout, you know, and yeah. a decision. Which can go either way. Uh, I don't feel uh, very confident picking Botelio anymore, so I'm taking Silva with a submission in the second round. God, I hate this fight. Um, Me too. You took, you took Silva, you said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a hard one to pick, honestly. It's it's difficult. You know what's interesting is they both fought in that uh, – what's the promotion called? It's uh, – Jungle Fight. XFC. No, no, no. XFC, XFC, yeah, XFC. You're right. A lot of fighters from that promotion, they fought like years ago. Marina Rose is also there. Uh, uh, Silvana Gomez-Juarez or whatever. She was in it. Patello, mm -hmm. Silva. A lot of fighters now are finally getting a chance to UFC, which is interesting. So Silva's definitely got good submissions, man. She's a good ground game, like you said. The submissions are nasty. But like that last fight, Marcel – she was getting completely wrestled by uh, QE Yan. I mean, that's not a good look at all. Mm -hmm. But Tello's not a bad wrestler herself. She she has some wrestling. Um, she's a big girl. Um, she's the better striker, too. This is a hard fight to call. I mean, it wouldn't surprise at all if Patello got submitted. It really wouldn't. But I think she could also win a decision here, Marcel. So I'm kind yeah. of like in the complete in the middle here. I'm, I'm thinking Patello. You're picking too. a draw. No, I can't pick a draw. I would not <laughs> for this fight. I mean, I, unless there's like a point deduction or 10 8, I don't think. Patello by decision, but I'm not confident, and I, I there's no way in hell you you could get me to put a dime on this fight. There's no way in hell you can <laughs> you can you can get me to do it. So let's. I think we've been too kind to this fight because it's not a good matchup. Or so why is this on the main card? I just ugh, it just bothers me when like there's so many good fights on this card, and like this one gets the main card treatment again. It's the worst women's fight probably in the card, Marcel. Um, and everybody will see on the main card. It's I don't know if it's worse. the second or third, but yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next fight here. Mike Trezano, the lone wolf against Lucas Almeida, getting his UFC debut here. Um, good fight, Marcel. Minus 230 for Mike Trezano, plus 190 for Lucas Almeida. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, man, I think Trezano didn't fall bad against Dawoodoo, but he had trouble to letting his hands go, and he wasn't, uh, how do you say that? He was not active enough in that fight. I, I think it was a pretty close fight. I think Dawoodoo won the fight for sure, but I think he didn't do bad at all, you know? He only really lost to Grant Dawson. If you look at the Ludovic Klein fight, to be honest, could have been Ludovic Klein fight as well. So he technically he could be on a three-fight losing streak. Technically could be. He is not, but could be. Right. If you look at Lucas Almeida, he had that great fight against Daniel Zellhuber in the contender series, right? Uh lost that fight, got back to jungle fight, and won his uh, he defended his title and got signed by the UFC. It's difficult, man. Um 
I think Almeida has a lot of potential, man. But does he have the potential here to beat Trezano? I think he can. But on the other on the other hand, I think Trezano knows he needs to win this fight, dude. So I expect him to be more active in this fight and go more forward and being more smarter with what he does. I'm thinking Trezano with a decision, but I'm not sure. I think it can go either way. Yeah, it's competitive fight, Marcel. I'm, I'm going to go with the dog here, Marcel. I'm going to take a shot on, on Almeida. <clears throat> I I really liked what I saw from him in the Contender Series, man. I know he lost the fight. Um, he kind of, like, punched himself out a little bit in the first round, Marcel. Like, he got a little tired. But, again, man, Daniel Zell Hooper is one of the better prospects, man. And he went toe-to-toe with that guy. <clears throat> and, again, since then, he picked up a win. Dana White said, hey, you will get a win on the regional scene. We'll bring you back. Because, yeah. honestly – after they signed Candelario off the loss, I thought for sure they were going to sign this guy off the loss. You know, he just deserved it. But I'm glad he's finally here. You know, Mike Trezano's not a bad fighter, but again, he's just kind of like basic. Like, I don't think he does anything special, really, Marcel. Um, he could win the fight because he probably has the better cardio. So, you know, it just gets interesting. But I think Almeida will win the first round. It comes down to the second round, I think, because Trezano probably wins the third. I think Almeida could pace himself a little better here, Marcel, and win the decision. I, I think the odds are solid on this guy. Plus 190? I'll take plus 190 on, on Lucas Almeida, guys. It's seen plus 200 out there, too. Yeah, he's a dog I like. Um, I think he can win this fight. I think he can win the decision here, Marcel. The odds on this one. Wow, <clears> decision <throat> plus 440 on this guy. Plus 500 out of their books. Holy that's crap. Good, that's a good... Uh, that's crazy good odds. Bet. Yeah, that's yeah, odds. Yeah, that's crazy odds. I mean, listen, I think the fight goes a distance either way, honestly. Um, they're both very tough dudes. Um yeah, I'm gonna go with the dog here, Marcel. Lucas Almeida to win the decision. I think he outboxes him. So, odd smoker Steve, like Almeida with a late finish, I and mean, maybe too. I mean, possibly, but uh, Trezano's pretty tough, man. He's he's very tough. Um, I don't know, Marcel. I'm just not really high on Trezano, man. I gotta be honest with you. Like, I don't think he beat Klein. Arguably, didn't even beat Payne. He could be 0 4 right now in the UFC. You know, against who you say? Well, Klein, I don't think he beat him in that fight. No, I, I think that was that there was a controversial. But the Pena, he definitely beat Pena, in my opinion. Joe Janetti, he also you thought he won that one, yeah, yeah. Oh, clearly both yeah. actually. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Klein fight, no way, no way, Marcel. That was a horrible decision by the judges. I, I don't know why they gave it to him. Anyways, take a shot, Lucas, on maybe here. All right, let's go to the last two fights here, guys. We got the co-main event: Dan Ige against Monster of Love. Great fight, Marcel. Minus 390 on Monster, plus 320 on Dan Ige. What do you think, Marcel? You see an upset here or the favorite wins again? Um, yeah, listen, uh, Monster is also always starting problems in the first round. You know, I, I think he needs to come into the zone or something. Um, but I feel like the dude is really solid, you know, and uh, I think this is a good fight for him. Dan Ige, Dan Ige is good, but also Dan Ige has shown that he has some trouble sometimes if, if he gets a higher ranked opponent. And Mossar is not higher ranked at this moment, but still undefeated. He's a good prospect. He's still young. Um, I really like Mossar, man. So uh, it's a three round fight. I, I think Mossar wins again via decision, but uh, I think yeah. he wins. No, I think he wins the decision too. And, and you know, Danny is not a bad fighter. He's like decent. He's usually a guy that you could take a look at as an underdog, but yeah. the takedown defense is not great. It's only 55%. You know, Korean Zombie took him down Marcel pretty easily in that fight, controlled him on the ground. Um, Vlob is a great wrestler, obviously. I mean, nine takedowns in the last fight. Listen, the guy, he didn't look amazing. I'll say that against uh, DeWater, not as good as I thought, even against Lentz, right? Like, he hasn't looked as good as I think he is, but I think he's good. I, I really do. And then, I think he just wrestles in Marcel. I think he wins, wins the decision here. That's what I think. You, you think the same, eh? Decision? Yeah. Evlov, just, oh, man. You have to pay minus 170 for that garbage odds. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I think it's Evlov or Pass, though. I don't like Danny Gay in this fight. I don't think it's a good fight for him. Is there any way Danny Gay could win? I think you'd have to knock him out, maybe, right? Like, how Early. else would he? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe you could outstrike him on the feet, maybe, but. I don't think it stays on the feet. I don't think so either. I think he could take some down and just, yeah. 50k is a dog. I don't see it. What's the path here, right? Like, I'm not saying you guys are wrong. I'm just, I'm just trying to wonder like, what his path to win here would be. You know. All right, let's get to the main event, Marcel. Yeah. Last fight in the card: Alexander Volkov taking on Yarzino Rosenstrike, Marcel. The main event of UFC Vegas 56 minus 160 for Volkov, plus 140 for Rosenstrike, Marcel. Finishes off. You saw uh, the clip of Rosenstrike's coach dancing. I didn't. I just saw the. I saw the clip of wrestling, though. I saw that the takedowns. <laughs> okay, I send you the clip later. Um, so, 
it's diff. It's again difficult, you know. I think yeah. I I wanted to say Chandler. What the heck? I want to say Chandler. Volkov is um, very all round guy. You know, I think he can strike. He can grapple. He's pretty good. And Rosa Strike still has that problem with the, with the ground game. You know, and I think it's uh, he got the knockout power. Um, can either be uh, Volkov with smart and using his ground game, or Rosa Strike catching him and knocking him out. Yeah. Um, and I'm going with the last one. I think Rosa Strike knocks him out. To be honest, so yeah, yeah. If if he doesn't, Volkov wins. But I think Rosa Strike knocks him out. I'm going with the first round. It's a competitive fight for sure. Um, Rosa Strike has a path with the knockout punch. But the thing is, the problem with Volkov uh, Rosa Strike, just the he, he pulls the Frozen Strike too much more so. Like <laughs> that's the problem. He just doesn't throw his hands. I'm looking at the stats again. Stats are only one thing, but they both have a pretty large sample size at this point. Volkov, 4.83 strikes landing per minute, 2.8 for a Rosen strike. Like, that's a big difference, you know? So unless he lands a knockout punch, I think he's going to struggle with the volume. I don't even think the fight goes to the ground. I just think Volkov can out-kickbox him, Marcel. Um, maybe he gets some takedowns in here and there, but I think Volkov just wins the decision. I don't really like this fight either. I don't think it's a great main event, to be honest with you. Um, but I, I think Volkov can just kind of outpoint him, Marcel, win a kind of boring decision, honestly. That's what I think about this fight. It's not like uh, not my favorite fight in the card, though. It's not like my strongest lean, but I, I, I'm favoring Volkov, so that's my thoughts. And the cool thing about this card, Marcel, we have some different opinions on the fights, which is which is great because I don't, honestly I don't want to come here having the same um, picks as you. That's no one wants that. You know what I mean? We need to have some different opinions. Um, we did have a few, uh, I think, fights that we agreed on, especially in the beginning. But as we got through the card, Marcel, there was a few fights we were like up and down on. So it should be interesting to see what the uh, MMA OBE uh, standings for the pickup looks like after this card, Marcel. <laughs> oh, dude, I stopped watching the the how do you say the standings after I was like twenty picks behind to the number one. Yeah, Mike like, is killing it right now. Mike is yeah. uh, doing really well. Andrew's talking about Ige managed to murder Gavin Tucker. He did. That's what I'm saying. I think the knock that would be his path to victory in early knockout. Do you guys think Chandler beats Poirier? Probably the current version of him probably could, um, but you know he could get knocked out too. It's it's a good fight though. I would like to see that fight. Um, get a couple of comments, guys, before we get out of here. By night cards, we have to step it up. Imagine how many tickets home versus Vieira sold, like 20. I mean, I think they sold more than that, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, this is not the best card either. Um, at the same time, though, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I just think it could have used another, like, big fight on the card, you know, Marcel? I think this would have been a better co-main event than the main event, personally, you know? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of heavyweight main events because they often, you know, don't go to five. You don't need we don't need five. the five, yeah. But this fight actually might go five, I think, it's possible. Yeah, he's gonna chop down Volkov the heavy leg. He's eventually land a bomb. Possibly, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Your guys' favorite props on the card? Okay, let's go through that quickly, Marcel, before we get out of here. Um, I like uh, I mentioned earlier uh, Johnny Munoz by submission, yeah. Marcel. You like that one too? Submission? Yeah. yeah. Uh, submission. I said decision, but could be submission. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing, right? I think that's submission for him. That's one thing, something I liked. Um, that one stood out for me. Manifield by knockout, I think, stands out. Uh, that Almeida by decision one was like plus 500 or something crazy. That's insane. Uh, those are kind of some ones that stand out to me. Um, I have to look later in the week or something. But um, anything else that stood out? Like any like specific outcome that really stands out to you? No, Read that by, by knockout too. That's yeah, thing, right? yeah. First round knockout, yeah. I, I had sub, you had knockout. Yeah, I think he finishes them too. So th those are some thoughts, man, but um yeah i mean th that's just some thoughts on this one anyways uh i think we'll get out of here marcel unless there's any other questions we'll, we'll take a question for another minute or so but um I'll, I'll let you plug your stuff marcel while we wait for any other questions and we'll get out of here go ahead and plug your stuff big marcel 24 twitter instagram eurosport.nl mixed martial arts section yeah yeah so okay i'm on twitter uh at mmatter martin uh podcast mmatter.com youtube Spotify, iTunes, all those places you got your podcasts. Um, also, boogies.com, my best bets out for tomorrow. Um, do you guys know where I'm leading on some of these fights? And then myamainnews.com for some news. Just a few other things I want to plug. And then we'll take your comments, then we'll get out of here. Um, I did a podcast today with Elliot Marshall, Marcel, the former UFC fighter. It was a really cool podcast. Uh, whenever he sends you the link, I'll put it up. We talked a little bit about me, but we talked about my career. We talked about just a lot of stuff. His career it was really cool. It was a really cool podcast. I had a fighter interview meet, so that was awesome. Tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern, I'll be doing the Party Show podcast with James Lynch. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, next two weeks, guys, I'm on vacation, but I still want to do the podcast. So Sunday, we're going to do the podcast, me and Marcel. 10 a.m., we're going to recap UFC Vegas 56. And then 11 a.m., we're going to preview UFC 275. So 
two two hours, Marcel, this Sunday. We'll do that, Marcel. If that sounds good for you. Um, looking forward to that. And then the next week for the UFC Austin card, I'm going to have to figure it out. I might do it on my own. I might be able to get Marcel to do it. I'll be somewhere in the east coast of Canada. I'll have my laptop with me. Um, I'm trying to stay away from the computer as much as I can, but I will pull it out if I have to to do a, a quick little podcast on the Austin card because the card's really good. It's too bad I'm not here for that card, Marcel, um, to do like a full, you know, on podcast like this. But I have been breaking down the fights ahead of time. Just a couple comments here before we get out of here, guys. Um, Beard's just talking about Fizzy at the next uh, lightweight champ. Possibly, and he's very good. Odd Smoke, we appreciate you guys. No, man, we appreciate you guys tuning in. I mean, listen, if it was just me and Marcel talking to ourselves, it wouldn't be that fun. We like when you guys are here, too. It's true, Marcel. I mean, I like you a lot, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't mention this, Blaine, but John McCarthy's comments on Diaz Eastman. He, listen, he's trying to get people to listen to his podcast with Josh Thompson. Like, because honestly, I. I don't really listen to the way in that much like I used to, but I don't really listen to it anymore. But that made me click on it, right? To, to hear what he had to say. You know what I mean, Marcel? That's, mm-hmm. I think, why he says that stuff. Any thoughts on that quickly? I don't know, man. The, the Josh Thompson brought it up first on, on Twitter, and uh, it doesn't make sense to me. So. It's just, they're, again, they're trying to get attention. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. Trust me. When people have these extreme takes like that, guys, they're just trying to get a, a reaction for people. Um. Daniel Sun with the main event. He thinks that Yair could get a late finish, like Lewis and Volkov. Uh, possibly. That's the thing I'm worried about. No problem, Beercher. Glad to have you here. Uh, hey, Andrew. We'll, t- we'll take a look at this guy in Shudo. Um, hey, man, if, he, if he's anything like uh, the last guy, um, man. Uh, Tyra. Yeah, Tyra is so good. Uh, I'll just say he's willing to move up after Marad. Yeah, I mean, I could see that happening. Tristan, I've been in Vancouver twice, man. I loved it, but I got to go to the East Coast this time. I'll come up there again. Anyways, I think we're going to get out of here, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Like I said, Sunday, 10, 10 a.m., we'll do the uh, two podcasts more. So, so we're going to do two separate podcasts. We're back-to-back. So just the way it works out. We'll do the recap, and then we'll do the preview for 275. Then I'm gone for like a week or two, okay? But, again, I'm going to try to do something when I'm gone, Marcel, because I really like doing this show, and I like to continue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have a good so, one, guys. Peace.